0: Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before uh, we get into the podcast, uh, we'll obviously do our our promotions like we always do Uh, just what we got going around the content and and everything that's, that's upcoming Uh, circle city cinema uh, continuing to put out uh, episodes as as Zach Griffith is uh, looking and and diving into different movies and, and who knows, Bryce, there might be a, uh, a punishment where he's got to go in, in detail about a, a movie that he may not like, but we don't want to say Absolutely. too much. You know, we don't want to say too much, but it's it's a possibility. So we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll keep you guys ready for that one. Alex uh, has been continuing to pound out the power hours. He has one with JD that just came out today. We're recording on a Wednesday. Uh, please check that out. Him and Dylan Hughes will also have a pod this week so there's two power hours Divine Rhymes just finished up with Kendrick Lamar in that podcast. Triple Option uh, just came back, did a podcast over what's been going on in college football. So do not be afraid to check out those podcasts. And now we'll get right back into the Sanity. And, you know, Bryce, it's it's a privilege to be able to talk uh, this week. And and let me tell you, dude, um, man, this is just going to be some wild football season, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, every oh, time yes. we're trying to predict something, we can't predict it every time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is what makes it fun, though. And, and you know what? I everyone hates the the seventeen game season, but Caleb, I mean, it's it ain't over till it's over, and it it's probably not over until week seventeen this year. Probably not.
0: I mean, there's just too many. Try to think of the way I would describe it. There's not the elite teams. Um, there's just a lot of teams, and just that same like we can be competitive with just about everybody here, and you know that's what we're seeing, and that's what, in my opinion, this week really showed. So, you know, in terms of the the breakdown, we'll get into it, uh, with the exception of Green Bay, the Titans, the Browns, and the Panthers all being on by uh, Bryce. I do know that. Let's you know, starting off with get the sack is only appropriate for the guy that you have lined up for this. Uh, you've been you've been waiting for this opportunity and to get the sack. And uh, look, I, I uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts here on what you have.
1: Uh, well, Caleb when you when you when we talk a lot about bad losses, yes, we do. <laughs> I think this one takes the cake for this season, Caleb. And this has been my concern. This has been the roller coaster of this team all season. The guy should have been gone at least two seasons ago, at least. But when you lose to a winless team, that has got to be considered the worst loss of the season. Mike Zimmer deserves the sack. He's deserved the sack for the past two years. This is an embarrassing loss. I don't know how Vikings players were were, were walking around with smiles on their face like, like everything's going to be okay. You just lost to the only winless team in the NFL. The sorry Detroit Lions, who didn't even have their best player. On the field, Uh, uh, DeAndre Swift wasn't even on the field for this game due to a shoulder injury. And you lose the game. You lose to Jared Goff, who hasn't won a game without Sean McVay as his head coach. I guess I guess even a clock is right twice a day. And I guess this was one of those two times a day, apparently uh, this this past Sunday. Look, I'm happy for the Lions. This is a very bad loss for Vikings team who's trying to stay in the hunt and gain an advantage in this playoff race. And this is not how you do it. This is not how you do it. Uh, What an embarrassing loss for the Vikings. Again, I, I don't really know where it goes wrong for the Vikings. I guess it's defense. And Mike Zimmer's a defensive guy. So this is all the more embarrassing... Mike Zimmer, please get the sack. Please, please fire him immediately. I don't know why he still has a job. I don't understand it. He's not taking this team anywhere. This team has too much talent for them to have a coach that holds them back like this.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think think they've got to look at evaluating what they're going to do with the coaching. Um, Miss me with all the Zimmers um, still got a progressive mind on defense. No, he doesn't. he he doesn't have that. This is a team that just absolutely needs to fix the coaching. And in my opinion, Bryce, they need to also consider fixing the front office. I think the front office, um, you know, you've got to, you've got to think about it, Bryce. I mean, they've drafted the players, they've signed the players, but at some point they've seen Mike Zimmer coach long enough to know what you and I have seen. And, and I, and I totally agree. It's just, you got to look in the mirror for me. um, I'll tell you, Bryce, when I look at get the sack this week it's not even like it's it's really my disappointment level um you know in terms of the way I felt uh and for me it's Cincinnati Bengals I'm just disappointed I mean you and I really liked how they played and for them to really just get killed early in the game by the Chargers and not really be able to do anything back I just thought Zach Taylor was going to have his guys ready to play I'm not saying that you know the result might not have changed, but you lost the game in the first quarter. And, you know, if you want to take the next step as a team and get to the playoffs, you know, Taylor's got to be able to get his guys to be in a better place. I understand Burrow had the pinky entry, but I mean, the fact is you had a great ground game against the Steelers. You, you, you should have been able to be effective against the chargers and, and you, you weren't uh, the chargers have not been able to stop a nosebleed on the run. And so for me, it was just disappointing to not see Zach Taylor and the Bengals uh, be a little bit better. Bryce, who do you have as your offensive player of the week?
1: Well, I went back and forth on this one here. Uh, I uh, had a couple running backs in mind, but I think I'm going to go with this one uh, just yep. based on, on the way he stepped in. Um, I am going to go. <laughs> With Sony Michelle from the LA Rams, mm. uh, stepping in for Daryl Henderson Jr. Sony Michelle, kind of an afterthought. Uh, you got him from the Patriots, where he didn't do so well. Kind kind of considered a bust, yeah. um, but I, I feel like he's kind of carved out a role with this Rams team. Um, he can spell Henderson, but when he needs to be the starting back, uh, he can really put it together and, and put together a nice game. And I know it's against the Jaguars, but I mean, listen. Anytime yeah. you you rush for over 100 yards and a touchdown, I think that's an accomplishment. I think it's an accomplishment. Um, you know, obviously, my guy Jonathan Taylor. Shout out to him. He's a he's a you know the runner up this week. 32 carries, 143 yards, and two touchdowns. So very impressive there. Um, good run games this week that we saw yeah. out of some guys. So, but I got to go, Sony Michelle. Just staying ready all the time and good for him carving out a a, a place on this team.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to go in a similar projection, you know, similar type of player backup type of guy. um, Somebody that, you know, for the most part, hasn't really gotten a chance to start, but, you know, has in the past. I'm just going to go with Gardner Minshew, man. I'm just going to go for the story. Hey, go you for know, it. You know, 20 I'm of 20, you know, 20 of 25, 242 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, I, I am not going to sit here. I am not a leader of whatever you want to call, you know, Minshew mania. I'm, I'm not the biggest Gardner Minshew fan in the world, but, you know, I've got to give him credit in a game like this to play with the efficiency that he did. Surely this is a team in the Eagles that have been able to show, okay, they can do it off the run. They can throw passing. That's a credit to Sirianni. And Bryce, you and I ripped Sirianni early in the year, but it seems like he's got something going because he didn't lose any momentum with Minshew being in in the starters role and Jalen not being in that role. Um, I just think Minshew did a great job spot starting. Uh, I also love the fact that Nick Sirianni said Jalen Hurts is our guy you know, they didn't even mess with the QB. Yeah, controversy. Don't mess around. Right. So I, I think, I think it was just a good game from Minshew. And I just, I want to give him some respect. Um, defensive player of the week, Bryce, who do you have in mind?
1: Uh, again, I'm going to go unit this. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not. Actually. Oh, OK, I'm okay. not. I'm not going to go unit. You could shout out this unit, but I'm going to go with one person from there. I'm going to go with Kenny Moore, the second, oh. Caleb, because oh. this guy deserves respect. OK, just because he's five foot nine doesn't mean he's not an impactful player. In fact, he's one of the best corners in the league, Caleb. He deserves to go to the Pro Bowl. I think he's put together an all pro season, in my personal wow. opinion. Wow. Not to mention, he caused two turnovers on the first two drives. Uh, in the Houston Texans game, he, he got an, an incredible toe drag interception, and then he cost a fumble on, on the he on. Uh, I, I think it was Rex Burkhead. I think, yeah, Maybe. I believe so. I, I think it's so. Rex Burkhead. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's, ta- it's time to look at Kenny Moore as a legitimate player in this league. Okay, not to mention he's an all around great guy. Go watch Hard Knocks. Also, he yeah. was nominated for Walter Payton Man of the Year from the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know what more you want out of a player. I don't. I. I don't know what says heart and hustle and determination than Kenny Moore, undrafted, cut by the Colts, I believe twice, uh, and, and worked away way onto this team. Yeah. And, and he's one of the best players on that defense. Yeah. Kenny Moore the second deserves his respect, and I'm going to give it to him.
0: Yeah, he, he's he's a very good player. Um, you know, especially Bryce with a lot of. You know, it seems like a lot of secondary pieces are falling in terms of injury. You know, unfortunately, the Marlon Humphrey news came out this week. I think that's a really big deal. Uh, for the Ravens a whole lot more than the way that people are talking about it. We'll get into that later. Um, right, so I'm going to go with the guy. You're looking at the stats. The stats aren't flashy. In fact, the stats aren't very good, but he made one play uh, that I thought was kind of redeemable, considering all the memes and jokes, and that's Daniel Sorensen. I mean, that dude oh, hey, hey, has been Dan, joked baby. around, has been joked around, beeped about, you know, whatever you want to say, that is what that guy has gone dirty through Dirty Dan. Season. And for for him to get that interception. And I just said to myself, like, oh, I go, I got to give him props. I mean, he has been ridiculed all year, I feel like, from what I see. And the fact he was able to make that big play kind of put that game out of reach. You know, I got to give him credit for that. Uh, and then they collapse. Rice, who is your uh, Caleb Lynn collapse?
1: Here's my Caleb Lynn collapse. It's the Baltimore Ravens, Caleb. You know what? Uh, they, uh, yeah. Caleb, it caught up to him. Not I sure. think the the luck of this season ran out in this very game right here. Yeah. Harbaugh wanted to get cute. He made a stupid bullcrap excuse at the end in his press conference uh, for for getting cute. And this is what you get: you get a divisional loss that could cost you seating and could potentially cost you a, a, an automatic or or an easier path in the playoffs. So. This is what you get for that. Yeah. So and, enjoy the loss this week, John Harbaugh, and enjoy that you're not your brother jim
0: no and and you know bryce i think i might have sent you this but you know john harbaugh after the game he goes you know the reason we didn't go in overtime was because we didn't have our corners we didn't have enough corners i mean you you, big ben was not going to throw it over the top of you enough to make it worth it my personal opinion yeah i just i don't understand it i agree it's a fair one I, i i will go with i I mean, I'm going to go with the Broncos, man. I think that was, that's your game to just write off Vic Fangio. If he wasn't already, like you're, you're in a situation oh, where yeah. that was about the perfect game you could ask for if you're Denver. You know, you're holding the Chiefs to 22, you're on the road. Mahomes didn't, I mean, Mahomes did not have the biggest, the greatest of games. Okay. I mean, 184 yards and no touchdowns, and it was not great. Um, Dick Fangio is a defensive guy, so he did his job, but I mean, that's, that's, I would also argue that's the problem. He's not getting enough help offensively to be able to capitalize on what's going on in a game like that. And and so for me, I got to go with the Broncos. I think the Broncos, if they would have won this, would have a legit chance at getting in the playoffs. I think this loss is putting them in the backseat. I do not think we see this team as one of the seven teams. And, you know, this is a team that I think has been really competitive, but, I just don't see how they're going to be able to get in that top seven now. And next up, we'll just get, we'll get right into the games. And, you know, Rice, I think there's one game that, you know, you'd like to start off with here with the Colts and the Texans. (laughs) I mean, they came out against a team that, you know, I mean, let's just say, you know, Houston's not good. I mean, you know, they cut Zach Cunningham today, you know, they're not good, but you know, I just, I can't help, but not sit there and be like, that is what a playoff team should do to a team that is that lost and that dysfunctional. You know what I mean? I mean, that's how I felt.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Caleb, here's the thing. Let's start off with a Colts defense. Yeah. Major props for a shutout. Major, major props for a shutout. That's incredibly hard to do in the NFL. Not to mention, Caleb, think, stats about this shutout. They held the Texans to a total of 141 yards. The Houston Texans did not operate inside the Colts 40-yard line the entire game. They got past midfield. They did not get past the 40-yard line. Okay. the Colts created another two turnovers, which, you know, Caleb, 40 turnovers is is pretty realistic for this team. That was the goal they set was 40. And they are well on their way if they keep it up. Uh, They went they got back to their identity of Jonathan Taylor, 32 carries season high this season, 143 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and then Carson Wentz made plays when he need to. And Caleb, that, that was your recipe for, for success. That's yeah, what you've been saying. When Carson Wentz, it, where he just makes plays where he needs to, yeah. that's when he's really good. And I got to say that touchdown throw to Ashton Doolin, more props to Ashton Doolin for making a play on that. Yeah, I agree. Outstretched arms. He's made a couple plays the past two weeks. I, I think he's an interesting player if he keeps it up and he doesn't drop the football. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. That is the biggest thing. Yeah, major props to this Colts team. And, yeah, Caleb, they are looking like a playoff team. And, Caleb, in two weeks, uh-huh. massive, massive, massive game at Lucas Oil Stadium in primetime on a special Saturday night oh. at 8.20 p.m. Come on. We have the New England Patriots at the Indianapolis Colts <sighs> with major playoff seeding implications. Yeah.
0: I mean, major playoff seating, maybe as a chance to knock a team out. I mean, it's seriously, I, I just, it should be a very fun Big, game Biggest game
1: of the Colts season so far. Probably. And, I can't think of one. And that supersedes the Buffalo game. Yeah. And I think that supersedes the Buccaneers game. For sure. I mean,
0: I, 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 you know, Bryce, I think this is what, what I envisioned the Colts as a good football team. This was the type of game that I envisioned. I like how you said that, you know, it's like, okay, he wins did not sit there and necessarily you look at the stats and they don't wow you. They, but they, but they don't, they don't suck and mm-hmm. he managed the game effectively enough to understand that Jonathan Taylor was all over the Houston Texans run defense. He was all over. So he didn't need to throw the ball more than 30 times. He just did hit the right guys, made the right plays, got the ball to the right pieces and, you know, for me, that is what I expected of the Colts this season before anything started. That's what I would have. If Wentz was at his best, that's what I would have thought. And Wentz has shown he can do more than that. Right. You know, and I've I've sat here and ate on that multiple times, but that's how I envisioned the Colts in the preseason. My thing when you're looking at this game, Bryce, is I mean, the Colts have to be a playoff team. My question is, I just I'm so curious to see if they actually end up being that, you know, a lot of people are talking about, well, they're a playoff team. They're a playoff team. I'm just like, I'm not saying they're not. Okay. But like what team slipping out, you know, what team is, is it, is it the Buffalo bills? Are we seeing the Buffalo bills tumble in front of us? Are we seeing the chargers and the Bengals, you know, be inconsistent with their young quarterbacks. Therefore they drop Colts, get in it's hard for me to not think the Colts make the playoffs. And I think a lot of people would say it's hard for them to not see the Colts make the playoffs. But it's nuts that they aren't already in it. I think that's the part that kind of blows my mind. You know, they're not in the picture, really, to, you know, to a certain extent. So uh, next up, Cowboys and Saints. It was a Thursday night game. Um, I think the Saints are the most screwed organization in the league, Bryce. I, I really do. That's That's how I came out of this. They are screwed. They are screwed because they have no money. They are screwed because they cannot win with Taysom Hill and the contract that he has. And they should have won the game. Dallas did not look what I expected them to look. This was an
1: awful game.
0: It was honestly. an awful game. It was, it was not a, not a very great game to follow. Not a very great game. And no, terms of it was statistics. not fun to watch. Dallas it sucked. They just kind of mugged it up a little bit and it worked in their favor. But like, I guess my question, Bryce, is, I mean, do we think that this is the, you know, downfall of the Saints in front of our eyes? And then do you also think that this game didn't show you enough from the Dallas perspective?
1: Well, speaking of the Saints, I mean, Caleb, they were missing a lot of starters, um, including Alvin Kamara. And the Saints are now on their third quarterback of the season. And and it showed Taysom Hill through four interceptions this game. So. I don't know if this is a true reflection of the saints team and it was still competitive. And I'll tell you what, that new, that new Orleans defense is still legit. I know it's had its issues. Yeah. It's yeah. still legit. Yeah. Okay. Um, as far as the Cowboys go, I just expect more at this point. I really do. I don't know what's going. I know Zeke's dealing with the knee issue then sit him. Okay. Obviously yeah. Tony Pollard, it, it, can sustain the running game sit Zeke and get him healthy because it's, it's painful to watch Zeke Elliott run run the football right now. And that's hard for me to say. It really is. Yeah. Um, I I know Amari Cooper's coming off the COVID thing. He's kind of on a snap count really didn't do a whole lot. Um, But I don't know. I just expect more out of this Dallas Cowboys offense. Yeah. People crown, crown Kellen Moore way too often and way too quickly. That dude has not arrived. By any stretch yeah. of the imagination, okay. At some of his play calling was just downright awful. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, the defense showed up. Dan Quinn uh, stepping in a, a, as as a interim head coach while Mike McCarthy's out with COVID. I thought that was a big... I think that's a big confidence boost for a guy like Dan Quinn. Uh, one, his defense played well, and two, he got he got yeah. a win as a head coach again. Yeah. Which is yeah. which is. Way different from last season for him. So I'm happy for him. I'm I'm happy that Dallas won because I do think this is a pl- a playoff football team when they're when they're playing when they're hitting yeah. on all cylinders. Yeah. This game they have not hit on all cylinders for the past three weeks, no, and that haven't. includes this W right here. Yeah. So, yeah. It'll and be interesting. That division's not closed either. No, it's not. That division is not closed. Just like last season, mm-hmm. Dallas should run away with his division. They're just they're not closing the show.
0: Well, and I think they've got to close in the next three weeks. I agree. You got it. You got it. It cannot
1: come down to to, to the last week. And no. Washington's playing good football.
0: Like, yeah, they are. They are.
1: I just Antonio think, Gibson is is breaking out.
0: <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I mean, they, they they've got to answer a lot of. I mean, the Zeke the you know the Zeke bubble is there, and people are wanting to just pop it and say that you know Pollard's got to be the main guy. Well, I don't think Pollard has the ability. To carry at 25 carry workload. That's just, I just don't think he has that. And then when I look at the perspective from the Dallas defense, right. When the Dallas defense gets healthy, we just saw, you know, Randy Gregory is starting to come back. That's, Price, that's a massive addition for that's that. defense. Massive. So they're, they're starting to see that work out, you know, Amari Cooper. I mean, I think the Dallas Cowboys played it really smart with him. You know, they didn't try to rush him. They know what kind of depth they have. They, they, they made that. They nailed that, I thought, right? I the way I look at this game, Russ, I think you gotta prove it in Washington that you can win. You if you can put your stamp on the game like this, Bryce, on the road against the football team and the Giants in the next two weeks, you're probably in the playoffs. Absolutely. Based on just the record. I mean, like they're probably already. I understand you could sit there and be like, Caleb, the records are close. Yeah, I get that. But no,
1: no, it, it's straight up. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: If, if you beat those divisional teams, it's going to create the gap you need to have the clinch. And that's yeah. what they need to do. They just need to clinch because the last week of the season, Bryce, do you know who they play?
1: Uh, Philly?
0: Yeah, at Philly. I don't think yeah. you want to play that game. Yeah, to get into and playoffs. you know, Jalen
1: Hurts is going to be healthy and, yeah. and they're going to be yeah, that, that's a that's a that's a chance for Sirianni I, to make I, a statement.
0: I agree. I agree. I just wouldn't want to touch that. Next up, Chargers and Bengals. I talked about it a little bit, just my disappointment in Zach Taylor. but I mean, let's look at it from the Chargers standpoint, Bryce. This is a team that we find to be incredibly difficult to gauge. There's a there's a ton of talent, but then there's also a ton of times that they underachieve. So let we know they're going to probably do something where they might. Lose a game they shouldn't, or lose a game by a certain amount that they shouldn't. But if I guess my question to you is, do you think that the Chargers are a team that's going to make the playoffs?
1: They're a winner to make the playoffs, Caleb. I was a little concerned. Hold a twenty-four to zero lead. OK, yeah. Um. And then they blew the 24 lead. And if it wasn't for Joe Mixon just randomly fumbling the football and the Chargers picking it up and returning for a touchdown, I don't know if this game turns out the way it does. Yeah. I really don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I, we, we saw good Chargers and then we saw bad Chargers and then yep, we again. saw good Chargers again. Yeah. Right. But they were gifted yeah. a defensive touchdown. Right. Right. Smack dab in the middle of the game. Yeah, that that changed everything. Changed that everything. shifted momentum back in the Chargers' favor. I agree. Uh, I mean, Austin Eckler two fumbles this game. That's very unlike him. Uh, that really hurt him. Uh, look, I, I think the Chargers—they are—they control their their own destiny, right? Yeah, they do. No one's going to put it take it from them. It's going to be them. They're going to beat themselves. Uh, I, I yeah. fully believe that about this team. So. Uh, I mean, it would definitely be interesting. I, the Chargers have a tall task going against the Giants uh, right now without Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, Caleb. Yeah. Massive. Um, I, I think Jalen Guyton um, is a legitimate receiver. Um, I think he'll be fine in there. You know, I, I like I like uh, Joshua Palmer, Palmer, too. Yeah. Um, they still have Jared cook. They still yeah. have Don- Donald Parham. I mean, they have weapons. Yeah. Okay. I don't think this is going to be the worst thing in the world. It's going to be tougher. I think you're going to see a lot of Austin Eckler, um, which is good because he's, he's a big playmaker on this team. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but nah, I think the chargers can make the playoffs. They they just, they need to clean it up. If they become more consistent, they're a very dangerous football team.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're a team that I feel like has the firepower to beat anybody, but also can lose to anybody on any given week. Absolutely. I am really, I mean, don't get me wrong. I want Mike Williams, I want Keen Allen to get healthy. COVID sucks, I've had it, it sucks. But I'm really excited to see how Justin Herbert responds to these two being out. Absolutely. I mean, this is, this is when you show me you're a real quarterback. This is when you show me that you're worth the big bucks. This is when you show me you were worth the first round investment. In my opinion, if he can come out, and I understand it's against New York Giants, Bryce, but I simply don't care. If you can do this without your top receivers, play to the level that you played against, you know, when you played against the Bengals, you can keep that up heading into that Giants game. I, you know, he's, he's showing me a lot at that point. He's showing me the potential that he can get without having one of the best duos in the league at wide receiver. I'm excited. I'm, I'm weirdly excited for that game. Cause I want to see what he'll do. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we got Detroit and the Vikings. Uh, Bryce, you touched on it from the Viking side uh, from the lion side. I mean, look, you know, they, they're playing inspired football and you and I have said that you and I have said, they're not coming in. They're not just like, if you aren't ready for them, they're going to beat you. That's, that's one thing I think you and I have been very consistent with is mm-hmm. that, That's how we felt about this team. We may not think they're the greatest team ever, but if you don't come ready, you know, they're going to win. And that's what happened with the Vikings. They took them clearly. They played down to their competition. They did not execute at the high level that they did. They had a great balanced attack without DeAndre Swift in the picture. Jerkoff, I don't think, played a horrible game. I just, the way I look at it from Detroit is, you know, it seemed like all of that, Dan Campbell energy of, you know, let's believe in each other. Let's fight for each other. Let's do everything we can to get a W. You know, that was on display. And so my brain went to long term questions about, okay, you know, is Dan Campbell a guy that I'm considering moving forward as the Lions head coach? That's where my brain went to. And I'm curious to see how they finish out the rest of the season now that they got the win that that pressure's off of him. Uh, Bryce, what did did you see from the Lions? And if you were the Lions, are you looking at this game from just the perspective of, hey, we got this win. Obviously, we know we're not good, but we're just going to keep battling. Or do you think that this is an opportunity to show you know, Lions fans, that Dan Campbell can be the long-term solution for that team?
1: Well, I think it's a little bit of both, Caleb, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, obviously, this is a huge confidence boost. It's momentum yeah. builder uh, to try and, and, and get another win on the season. Uh, I, I think Dan Campbell, he's doing a fine job so far. I still think they need to make some major roster improvements. Um, but, I mean, that's with any team. I mean, this is a rebuilding team. They have good pieces um, that they can build around. I think Amon Ross, St. Brown. Is a stud. I really do. I think he's awesome, um, and it shows. I mean, ten receptions, eighty six yards, and he caught the game winning touchdown. Um, so I, I think he he's a good place to start. DeAndre Swift, good p- place to start. You got Penay Sewell in the draft. That's a great place to start. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, hopefully. Hopefully, uh, Jeff Okuda comes back from that injury and 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 he starts playing like we know he can. So I think you got I think you got some pieces to build on, and, and you know I think you got to give Dan Campbell some time to build it. Um, but hey, I mean, Kayla, let's let's be honest here. Detroit tried to do everything in their power to lose this game. Yes, they did. Yes, on they that did. fourth down, they they give a strip sack in, in deep in Viking territory, and, and they turn around and Vikings, you know, they score. Uh, and, and put themselves in a position to win this game. It, it took Jared Goff heroics um, and, and some great throws to to, to win this game. So yeah. they they very well could have lost this game. So I think they really need to, they, they need to clean up the mistakes, obviously. Think about things twice and, and just play with confidence. Just play with confidence. See if we yeah. can get another game this year. Yeah.
0: And and I think, you know, I know you touched on it from the Vikings just what Zimmer's doing is not okay. And I, I agree with you. I actually weirdly think Bryce, this short week really benefits that team, man. You came up an embarrassing loss, just embarrassing. You, you know, you're better than that. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, Bryce, they get the immediate chance to go right back in and, and prove why they're better than that immediate. It's a short week. You know, this is a team that, I mean, I mean, you criticize them and had every right to criticize them. And I agree with everything that you basically said. But the sad, you know, the sad part is, or maybe the good part for them is the playoffs are very much in their favor. (laughs) They still have an opportunity to make the playoffs. I know. And so if you're the Vikings, there's still an opportunity to respond here. Now, I think if you lose this game on Thursday night, you're probably done. But this is an opportunity for me to, you know, can Kirk Cousins deliver in prime time? Clearly, he's struggled with that. Thielen being out of the picture, that's really hard. Uh but Jefferson's
1: I'm looking, on another level. Right he, is, now, though. he
0: is. They've got it, they've got to just feed it to him. They've got to make the game simple for themselves. Don't overcomplicate it. And then Mike Zimmer doesn't need to do prevent defense by having every single one of his guys in the back of the end zone. Such a joke. Next up, San Francisco and Seattle. Um my gosh, it's a horrible loss for Kasha and Bryce. My gosh. The Seattle Seahawks are completely dysfunctional in every way and it, it is so obvious i was watching this game with some friends of mine and, and,
1: they got and the lucky punt fake i, I punt. just
0: i mean dude it was holy crap holy crap i mean the, the seahawks were were begging to to have the same type of issues from the last couple weeks and somehow they won this game and the Niners, who Bryce, I know you're going to find this funny. People are calling the best running game in the league. I mean, are you seriously going to sit here and and, and people are going to sit here and look at the San Francisco 49ers as what? a team that that can fully get that running game going against? They used to be able to I mean, do that have. against the Seahawks.
1: They I mean, have got it going, know, but it's not the best team.
0: no, in the it, no it's what? not the best. It's not the best run game in the league. It's not. It's not no, the best right it's game not really. even close. It's, you know, I'm taking the Colts. I'm probably taking the Patriots. I, the way that I see it, Bryce, is if things aren't scripted, Jimmy G's in trouble. Two interceptions, horrible, horrible second interception. It's good to horrible. see Kittle involved, though. I agree. I, I just, but man, I hate this loss for the Niners, Bryce. I hate it.
1: Well, I mean, they desperately miss Debo Samuel. I mean, that, that, that's the big thing. I mean, IU yeah. had his opportunity, really didn't capitalize on it. George Kittle capitalized massively. Uh, again, good to see Kittle healthy and producing like we know he can. Uh, I mean, the difference in the game was that fake punt, Caleb, that 67-yard yeah. right, yeah. touchdown run by Travis Homer on the fake punt. That was the difference in this game. Yeah. Um, you know, Seattle turned the ball over a lot. Um, let's see. I mean, they had two turnovers, but you know, also at the same time, San Francisco had turned the ball over too. So, uh, I mean, both teams had opportunities. They've had, they had yeah, they opportunities did. and yep. and Seattle got the, the, the stop late. Surprisingly, uh, they did lose Jamal Adams for the season in the process. So that's a big loss to that D de- in that already horrid I, defense. I, yeah, I agree with that. Um, that's massive. I mean, Jamal Adams is one of the best safeties in the league. So yeah. um, that's always a tough loss there. Yeah. Um, but I mean, when Seattle is rushing Adrian Peterson 11 times, you need to win that football game. Yeah. <laughs> No, I agree. I mean, the, the I mean, I just, yeah, I agree. It's it's bad. You're like, running Adrian. He he was he was the the leading <laughs> touches. He he led in touches in the rush game. He out touched Rashad Penny, who Rashad Penny's better than Adrian Peterson at this point. I hate Rashad Penny. That's but a I agree. joke.
0: It is it is it is a joke. I mean, like like Seattle. The fact that they were not. Well, and the other thing we got to remember, Bryce, is they're in win now mode. Remember, we got to remember that they're four and they're four and four and eight and they're win now. Yeah, mode. well, guess Look, what? I, <laughs> guess
1: what, Caleb? You you saw the tweet I shared with you today. Russell yeah, Wilson's appro- approved trades to three teams. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the Giants are one of them, which is an absolute joke. <laughs> uh, but I mean, nonetheless, I would love to see him in New Orleans. Sean Payton with Russell Wilson. Oh, it'd be Wilson. nasty. Oh, it'd oh, be nasty oh, it'd Caleb. be nasty oh Caleb yeah,
0: yeah. Michael Thomas yeah it would be oh yeah. Caleb with yeah, Tamara I'd,
1: oh yeah oh. They,
0: they gotta make that happen I, look the way I see it you know this is a horrible game for the Niners I, I'm really questioning their ability to finish out the season genuinely this is a joke you know the fact they can't take a care of a team like this I'm just calling them out right now Calling them out. I'm calling them out. I'm saying if you don't win three games, you're done. You got to win three of your next five for to get in the freaking playoffs. Here's who they got: Bryce, Cincinnati at Cincinnati. You know what that winnable? results in? I mean, it's winnable, but I don't, I don't, I don't think they win. Winnable. Atlanta at home, winnable.
1: They win at the Titans, winnable. Houston, winnable at the Rams. Well, the way the Rams are winnable. Win me, th- win me three. I win think me they can three. win three. I, I think that they play Houston. That's an automatic W. That's if fair. Derrick Henry isn't back and they don't have all the receivers at Tennessee, yeah. W. You're right. Atlanta, W. There you go. There's That's three. three.
0: That's three. Who knows? Next up, uh, Vegas and Washington, which, my gosh, that was a good game, man. That was a good game. Was it was
1: back. a good game.
0: That was a really good game. And, you know, the Raiders did what they always do. They just oh, show me, on. they just show me that oh, they're straight up irrelevant. The Washington football team came in and just, they just, they just, what Not can I irrelevant. say? Taylor no, Heideke. No, no, shut Taylor, up. You know what? Taylor Heideke. No. What, what are you going to say? What no, are you going to say? Bryce?
1: Here's what I'm going to say. Hey, All right. How, how, try this on for size, Caleb. Oh, God. guess what the Raiders are. Go ahead. One game behind the Chargers. How's that make you feel? I just don't, I just don't how buy it. How does that make you feel, Caleb? I don't buy it. And here's this, here's this about Washington, two games behind the Dallas Cowboys, two games.
0: That's nuts. That's How about nuts. that? I mean, look, I, I am, um, I'll start with the Washington side. Cause I, I, mean, I really do think that Heineke had a, you know, you look at the stats 23 of 30, 196 and two touchdowns, you know, he had to pick. It's, was it was not good, but you know the the way that they're focusing their run game on one guy is a big deal.
1: Well, uh, McKissick was out, which helped. Well, but but Price, that you Gibson's awesome. Don't you
0: think that that now they're seeing the long term vision of the running game right now? Yes, don't you and he's getting
1: more touches in the receiving game, which Got is it. it just makes sense.
0: It does, and I, I but I I have one little complaint and one one little complaint. okay. You no, know, you agree with me. I, I, Terry Terry McLaurin's got to get more than five targets. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean you 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 you've got to. You, this is a team now with Logan Thomas, you know, looking at sideline Yeah, gone time. The season. You're you're looking at McLaurin needing to be what people said he is. Bryce, I, I agree. I think he's a top receiver. I'm sick and tired of people saying he's underrated because you know so many people are saying he's underrated to a point where it's like now you need to you know be the guy. You need to be the the player that. People think that you are, which is a really good wide receiver. This is an example for me, Bryce. He's got to come out against Dallas and have a good game. He's got to make Dallas pay. I don't care if they win or lose, but I'm just saying he's got to be good. And, you know, this defense, Bryce, I mean, they've weirdly been playing better with Chase Young out of the lineup. And no, I'm not yeah. saying that they're better without Chase Young, but they are playing well. Guys are stepping up. I think that's encouraging. Uh, from the Raiders' standpoint, my gosh, let let's just let's just go back to the fact that this is a team that just I just let's just let's just say it. I just don't. They're just they're just not that good. I, I'm I, I they're just not that good. They're six and six, and I don't buy this team at all. I don't buy this team making the playoffs. I don't buy this team doing any of that. The Raiders stink. That is that is my big conclusion. I like the fact they're getting the ball to Jacobs. Hunter Renfro has actually been really good. Shockingly, I didn't see this coming. He's he's actually like it's kind of like Cooper Cup man. He really is. And you know their defense, I don't think you could be too mad at. Only holding Washington to seventeen. That that's pretty winnable. Bryce, what did you see from the Raiders' perspective?
1: Um. I- I think they're just, they're, they're missing, they miss Waller, obviously. Um, and then, you know, with, with the situation with Henry Ruggs, they're, they're missing that deep threat. Um, so, and really they just have a short passing game with those two guys out. Hunter Renfro yeah. is a technical specialist i um, not saying he's a bad receiver. He's a great weapon to have. He really is. Um, I, you know, I expect a little more from Brian Edwards. Honestly, they loved him out of camp. Really hasn't shown what he can do. Um, and then they just weren't able to establish Josh Jacobs. I had 13 carries for 52 yards. Kind of unacceptable, especially from a, from a Vegas team that prides himself on an, on, on an offensive line and, and running the football, smash mouth football. And let me just say, Caleb, Alex Leatherwood is horrid. It, would you have picked him as high as, as the Raiders did, I'm assuming? Would you no. That then? No, no. Caleb, I, I you know what? I you know I need to look. I don't sports bet, but here's what I would bet on every freaking week. <laughs> Three penalties from Alex Weather Leatherwood a game. I would bet that. I would I would hammer that. Whatever the under uh, the the over under is, give me the over. I would hammer the I heck should, out of that.
0: I we should look into that. If if any uh, sports betting site wants to uh, sponsor our pod. Absolutely. Then maybe, then maybe, Absolutely. maybe they could help us out. Absolutely, give us a Bryce cool promo code. For yeah, give me, give
1: me a cool promo code to give out to the
0: listeners. Would that be sick? You know? I mean, seriously. I mean, somebody should call.
1: But no, I just, I
0: just think it's one of those things where, when you look at this Vegas team, they, another example, Bryce, of why they just doesn't make sense. They derailed the lot. It just doesn't make sense. They let go of all those great pieces and. I mean, here they are. I mean, I think they've got to get more than 52 yards. They got to get more than 52 yards because they expect better, right? But they—they right. just—they've got to take that burden off the car. They've got to make him not feel like he's got to do it all. Yeah. Next up, Baltimore and Pittsburgh, and my gosh, you know, you want to talk about a game that was just ugly? You, we're watching fried Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, so fried. It's, he's like fried as like you know, French fries at McDonald's. Okay. I mean that that it those are some that's some greasy crap at quarterback. And then you got Lamar who just God bless him. You know, he throws interceptions, Bryce like, you know, you steal candy and no, stuff. No, no, no. You finally he just you he,
1: acknowledge you no, need to acknowledge this. You need to acknowledge that that Lamar Jackson's not a good passer.
0: He's not a good passer right now. That's all he's been.
1: never been and he's getting he's, exposed he's, he's, right he, now. Well,
0: he's he's getting can I I think his decision making is getting exposed. Can I can I counter? That, I I, I agree. His decision making his decision making is getting exposed and his lack of patience for the small chunk plays is getting exposed. Every play that the Ravens are trying to do is vertical down the field or I think it's he's Lamar taking it for
1: granted. I think Mike. he's taking things for granted. Y- yeah. And he, and he and he's getting He's getting exposed and he's yeah, getting he, seven he sacks. Pittsburgh sacked Lamar Jackson, who is a running quarterback seven times. Seven their offensive times. line is
0: their, their, their offensive line's bad. Come on. Seven times. Their offensive line sucks. Their sucks. It, it sucks. I mean, you have to, we have to consider that. Like that's, it's bad. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve some of the blame. I'm just saying the offensive line sucks.
1: But that's what and, you pride yourself on is your escapability. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree
0: with that. There's a lot of art. I mean, he, he definitely has, that, hey, you know, I've got the legs, I can run out of stuff, I can do this, I can do that. And, you know, to a certain extent, Bryce, what I think caught up to them is Lamar's just been bailing them out too much. And if he has a game where it's just so bad, they can't win. Yeah. They just can't win. It's it's one of those things where it's like, I feel bad for Lamar, but then Lamar deserves some of it. And then, you know, I feel like the offensive line deserves some of it. It's just a lot of things not going their way. Um, I, I don't take a whole lot away from Pittsburgh. Um, I just think they caught Baltimore at the right time. I thought the defense played really well, obviously, to force the pressure. But,
1: but this is where you have to play your best ball, man. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree.
1: Coming down the stretch in a division, look, Pittsburgh isn't that far behind. The Bengals aren't that far behind. <laughs> Th- this division is yes. not on lock. No,
0: it's and, not.
1: and I And I really think that Cleveland's going to play a better game against Baltimore this weekend than they did last time. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I, I just the the Ravens better be very careful.
0: Yeah, I agree. They're they're tracking some water, man. I mean, if you look at their schedule, okay, I believe if it's it's not pretty. You know, they're they're not sitting with a whole lot well, of yeah.
1: Browns, Packers, Bengals, games. Rams, Steelers. Oh that is an gosh. incredibly hard schedule. They got to get ready, man. Hey, Ravens HQ, better be ready for some disappointment, baby. Oh, sweet Jesus, yeah, he's
0: he's. He's already
1: telling me it's not
0: looking good. Why isn't he on
1: this podcast? He needs to come on. He doesn't want to happen. He doesn't want to be.
0: We have to. He he, he doesn't want to be. He just doesn't want to be. Next up, Bills and Bills and Patriots Monday Night Football. Um, I got I got one thing. I got one thing I want to say. I don't care that the New England Patriots won that game. I don't. I don't care. I. I just think this five game, six game winning streak is just kind of cheap. I mean, I just do. I understand no, I'm that not, I'm not it's, not, it's not. I'm not saying that it's not something to appreciate or something to respect. But my gosh, you can't get handed situations the way the Patriots are. Yeah, hand it to them. I mean, Bryce. They could show me they're a real team if they come in and they beat the Colts. They, they can, they can show me, they prove it to me. They can show it to me. I don't think they're going to, but they can show it to me. The way that I see it is, you know, I think, it. you know, I got a lot of respect for Mac Jones. The fact that he was only throwing the ball three times and he was willing to do that. I think it's a big deal, but like at the same time, I just don't know what they did that wowed me. You know, this is the type of, this is a game that favors new England and that weather. Right. That nasty, swimming weather. And for the Bills perspective, I think it's time to really sit there and evaluate their offense and Brian Dable, a guy, Bryce, that was rumored for coaching jobs before this season. I mean, my gosh, he's just thinking it up, man. They, they've got to think about the running game. The running game's a disaster. They can't even run the ball. So everything they're doing is throwing the ball, which is horrible in the weather. I mean Bryce, do you think the Bills are a real threat? I mean, do we even think the Bills are a playoff team? I mean, that's a legitimate question. I
1: I I don't even know if you can say that. Before I address that, yeah. I have a bonus for you. Okay. I have a bonus, get the sack. Okay. My bonus, get the sack is Sean McDermott, and here's why Caleb Lynn. Sean McDermott changed the culture in Buffalo. That's great. Yeah. Well, it's time to start winning some freaking games. It is time for you, a defensive-minded coach, to get your defense whipped into shape. Because I'll tell you what, you got your jimmies whipped in two games running the football this year. The Indianapolis Colts stormed the castle on your home turf. Absolutely embarrassed you defensively. And then the Patriots come in on the road at Buffalo again and absolutely murder you at the run. Let me just read you the stats. 46 rushes as a team for New England. 222 yards of total rushing. It's not good. It's embarrassing. Nope. Your offense your 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 front your front seven sucks. Absolutely sucks. They don't look good. And they were supposed to be good coming into the season. Yeah. Absolutely sucks. Yeah, they don't it's look good. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And and here's what I will say. The Bills were one play away from winning this football game. And, and and we don't hear anything about Belichick and the Patriots for a minute. One, one play away. And I'll tell you, there were two plays where they, where Buffalo could have had it. Stefan Diggs dropped a ball that he lost in the wind in the end zone. And then Dawson Knox dropped an easy one in the end zone. Dawson Knox good. And Dawson Knox has been good this year. I'm not I'm not gonna hate on Dawson Knox, but that's a tough drop. And you know what? <laughs> yeah. He stuck he he's he he stood up, he stood up and he accepted the responsibility in the press conference. Yeah, he did. He said, That's on me. I played I played poorly and we lost the game because of me. I, I respect that.
0: Yeah, he did. I, I do too, but he looked bad. I mean, they, they need more from him, man. They they, they hey, got to get it. more it. from this is just a
1: This was a very weird weather game. It was very strange. We saw the kicks. We saw the throws going every which way. The only option was to run the football, and that's what the Patriots did, and they were successful with it. Wow. Well, so, I don't think Tampa I, I don't, can? You think Tampa,
0: Tampa can run the ball on this defense, right? Can't Tampa run the They They play well, them next week. can Tampa find do out? it?
1: We're going to find out, and I'll tell you what, Seriously? I'm rooting for Tampa. I don't do that very I know often, you, I but I root for Tampa. You're I need my Colts a, to make the playoffs, baby. You're, you're I think such Buffalo can make the playoffs. You're, you're such a cloud. Guess you're what? Such we destroyed a Buffalo. We we own them. We own them. They know they should have lost that playoff game last year. They know do you it.
0: greet Aaron Rodgers owns Chicago's hearts. I feel like you're basically saying, "Oh, we on? the Colts. Own the Bills' hearts at this point." I feel like that's kind of what you do. We absolutely do. We own them. That's fair. I I can get behind that. Next up, the Giants and the Dolphins.
1: Ugh. Do we have to talk about
0: this? Well, I just, we got to talk about it for one reason. Ugh. I mean, somehow the Dolphins are sneaking up on our playoff picture. Oh, my gosh. Somehow. Oh. So, I mean, I just got to give them some respect. I mean, heck of a winning streak. They played Mike
1: Glennon. No, no,
0: no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let's let's go go a little big picture. okay? Okay. So, Here's the question I think that's got to happen for the Dolphins. I, I think it's very tricky to see this team move in a position where they get one of those seven spots. I just think there's too many teams in front of them. I agree. Um, you know, that's not to say that what the Dolphins are doing is great or whatever, but my goodness, it's got it. it's making that front office think, Bryce, because when you're seeing games like this from Tua with his efficiency, you have to wonder – and play that game of, well, if we fix the offensive line, we might have something. Maybe we go get a pass catcher. We fix something, you know, this is a defense price that, I mean, I I just, I will brag. I will walk around and act like I'm the dude because it's the truth. We sat here and said, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned about the defense because they got to believe in the quarterback. That's the key. Believe in the quarterback. All they've done is play like a top 10 defense in this winning streak look like maybe the best defense in the league. So Bryce, when you're looking at the dolphins, do you sit there and say this stretch of Tua gives him another season as a starter?
1: I think it does. I think it does. Unless a, a better, a, a bona fide upgrade is available. AKA a Deshaun Watson. That's fair. Yeah. I think if you get a chance to get a Deshaun Watson, that's what you do. You do that. Yep. You absolutely do that, yep. but I mean the the Miami defense is finally look, starting to look like the Miami defense that we expected. Yep. We all, um. Yeah. You know, Jalen Waddle is really coming into that go-to target for for Tua. Yeah. And, and rightfully so. I mean that that's why they drafted him over more viable options in my opinion, but Hey, that's neither here nor there because yeah. they're, they're in the playoff hunt Yeah, that's, that's what good. matters. Yeah. That's what matters. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I wouldn't want to play Miami right now. I'm glad the Colts played them earlier in the season when we had to play Jacoby Brissett. I'm very happy and thankful for that. Uh, yeah. so, uh, yeah, good luck to anybody that's got to play them.
0: You want, you want to play a game, right? you want to play a game. I've been sure.
1: Of, sure. Sure. Would you
0: rather have a Jalen Waddle like receiver or a Jamar Chase like receiver?
1: Or so I'm more of a I'm more of a Jalen Waddle guy. Okay. That's more fair. of a Jalen Waddle guy. I'm more I, I prefer the the all the more rounded receivers. I feel like Jamar Chase is, I, is I a big play guy. Yeah. Um like you need to get him in space and you need to get him just running because he's really fast. Yeah. Jalen Waddle I can see as more of a technician. Um and and you know, he'll he'll just make plays for you. Fair. Fair. I
0: also think Saquon Barkley needs to look over at the sidelines and think about him in that Miami Jersey next season. Interesting. I think that's got I think he's got to sit that's there. He's got That's an interesting. He's got it. He's got a dream about Miami, man. He's got a dream. He's got to be like, Oh, I, I have Gaskin. an interesting,
1: I have an interesting take for you on the next go ahead, game. Go ahead. Well, not on the next game, the next oh, game. on the next game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got, we got
0: the Eagles. In the Jets, which you know, I, I'll let's give some back, let's give some context. I was sitting here, I was like, I don't know if this is a game that's worth talking about. But Bryce Jaddy's like, no, this is a game we're talking about. So, Bryce, it's, I what what makes you want to talk about what, well, what it's, it's
1: is? the Minshew? It's the Minshew story, Caleb. I know yeah. you, you kind of stole my thunder earlier, but it's all good, sure. dude, because he deserves it. I mean, it's the yeah. Minshew thing, right? Stepping in 20 to 25, 242 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. I know it's the Jets. I know it's the Jets, but to come in and and through all the situations that he's been through, uh, you know, being benched in Jacksonville, then being traded. He's kind of the backup a third string. You know, who knows? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And then, Caleb, I mean, seeing the video of him and his dad. Oh, it was great. After the game. Yeah. Right. Again, yeah, it's the New York Jets. But just to see how fired up he was <laughs> and to share that moment with his dad is pretty yeah. freaking cool. Um, so Caleb, I got to throw this out at you. Okay. If Washington has an opportunity to get a guy like Gardner Minshew in the off season, do you do it? Or do you stick with Heineke?
0: <laughs>
1: Cause I don't think Fitzpatrick's going to be a viable option. next. No, year, I don't man. either.
0: I don't either. I think they've got to cut ties. Do, um, do you
1: just, just see what happens with Gardner Minshew.
0: Well, I, I think you've got it. I think here, here's my big thing when you're thinking about that type of conversation, like, should they go after him? You know, there's going to be a, a, a there's going to be a group of quarterbacks that are most likely going to be available for anybody. Um, I, I would argue Teddy Bridgewater is probably going to be available by the end of the season. I would That's argue fair. Jimmy G is going to be available by the end of the yeah. season. Yeah. But when you really start thinking about a price a lot of teams are going to want those
1: guys.
0: (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's insane to think about it, but seriously, Carolina might want them. Pittsburgh might want them. Teams that aren't crazy about what's available in the draft might want them. Yeah. My question, my question with the Washington thing is there, it seems like they really believe in Heineke. There's just something about the way these players have this mojo. And like, am I going to ruin that? by saying I take Minshew over Heineke. I don't know. That's, but that would be my big issue. I mean, Minshew deserves, I mean, if we're going to keep giving guys, I mean, we're going to keep giving some guys opportunities to start. He deserves that opportunity to maybe get a chance. You know, maybe you got a good backup behind him that makes him have to play a little harder, but I mean, I may consider it if I'm Washington, I might. I mean, after all, I'm not, I'm not losing anything. I mean, I, I think, I think it's better to have competition, period. Um, Minshew is an elite backup quarterback. He really is. Uh, He he could probably spot start for teams. I have no doubt about it. Um, But I I think, to be honest with you, Bryce, I'd just take your conversation and just make it bigger. Um, If I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers who don't like the draft, this is probably who I'm trying to get. You know, I'm I, I'm not trying to, you know, if they're not really interested in drafting and their team doesn't have a good enough draft pick, then there's a legit argument to getting a guy like that unless they think they can get one of the bigger fish. Right. But right. I, I think it's hard to say whether they can. Um, you know, I is an interesting fit. There's no doubt that's an interesting fit for somebody. And, and I think there should be teams that consider it Uh, from the Jets perspective. I don't really want to touch on the Jets a whole lot, but I I, I had one, I had one thing that just came up to me that I just thought was appropriate to bring up, which was just, they talked about the lack of respect that teams were giving them Fletcher Cox laughing, not shaking their hands. Yeah. I don't agree with the shaking there. You know, I shake the guy's hand. Okay. Like, you know, come on professionals, but my gosh, the New York Jets, Need to stop talking about respect and figuring out a way to get respect on the field, okay? And I and I just think that's where it comes down to. This team does not deserve my attention. Zach Wilson, give me a break, okay? We got to figure this out. I don't think he's a real quarterback, Bryce. I'm done. Oh,
1: okay. I'm selling. I'm selling
0: selling Uh, stock. I'm selling my stock. I'm selling my stock. I might want it next year, but I'm selling my stock. This This is this is this is this is not looking good. And you know, we'll see where it goes. Uh, Bryce, I'm excited about next week. I think there's a lot of good games. Uh, the Colts are not on the schedule next week, so there is no Colts talk. Ah, sad. I don't have to deal with Bryce for another week. I don't have to Ugh. deal with Bryce on the Colts. But we have plenty of content available for you on the Linsanity. Uh You want to look through. You want to listen to some older pods, and you know, add us on freezing cold takes. You probably can. We probably have plenty. Uh, you know, we, oh, there's probably. there's a there, there's plenty of content. Uh, available for you on this network. So uh, once again, thank you for listening.